sometimes the experiences we think are moving us backwards can actually move us 10 times ahead of what God is really about to do in our lives. Welcome everyone, greetings, it's your boy Joshua Miles with Upper Level bringing you Level Up. How's everyone doing out there? Man, I hope and pray that you were blessed by our latest episode on how to plow in the kingdom. And let me tell you something, this is our 12th episode. Can you believe that? We're growing, we're really wanting to advance the kingdom, because where's the kingdom at? You remember where it's at? It's It's within us, right? It's in you, it's in me. I was so stirred up the last episode that I want to do part two today. Is that okay? I want to do part two of how to plow in the kingdom. Real quick, if these episodes have been blessing you, do us a favor and just simply hit the like button and share it to be a blessing to someone. Because remember, we are blessed, right, to be a blessing. So again, last week we were dealing with how to plow in the kingdom And I would like to keep building from that episode. But before I get into that, I have a question for you. What's one of the ways you can no longer start seeing growth and fruit in the domain or territory that God has given us to be dope in? Y'all remember the, the, the episode, what it means to be dope in the kingdom, right? Well, it's the word comfortability. Say it with me, comfortability. And it actually means for us not to be able to see growth, which means a way that gives as much space as needed or wanted. Isn't that something? I know some of us are like, man, I'm trying to be comfortable to where I don't have to worry about anything and have as much needed space as I want and can do whatever I want to do at any given time. But one of the problems with that is that it can hinder us from now becoming stagnant, right? in the purposes and plans that God predestined and commissioned over our lives, right? That's why we also said in the last episode of How to Plow in the Kingdom that we can't afford to what? Look into anyone else's field or to even look back, period, if we never got permission from the Holy Spirit to what? Do so. Sometimes we can get so comfortable being in someone else's space or field, right? that we now try and plan our own vision and purpose there and not realize we weren't ever meant to be there in the first place. Or it can work this way, right? That you now allow someone to come in your field who never had permission from Holy Spirit and it's only there to help make your flesh feel good, but it's caused you more confusion and delaying you from what God has for you. Mm. Watch this. Whatever we tolerate, we are not yet willing to change it. Let me say that one more time. Whatever we're not, whatever we're willing to tolerate, we're not ready to change it. It's going to be good today. Rosa Parks was able to now be in a place in her life where she got tired of being told to get in the back of the bus. 
And even though she kept praying, she decided to use action of serving notice that she could no longer tolerate it. I know it's Black History Month, but and I want to honor her. And we want to honor and continue to honor all those that have gone before us, just not in Black History Month, but on a monthly basis. Is that all right? Because it's the ones that have gone before us that we can learn from. But watch this. Don't ever be afraid to move in righteousness, in a righteousness cause that you have been praying to God for. I feel like I'm talking to someone right there. Has our toleration level become so high that it has us stuck settling in someone else's field we have no business being in? What are we still tolerating that needs to end this year? I remember being at this job, right, that I had been at longer than I was supposed to have been, and I was stuck in a rock in a hard place, I don't know if you've ever been there, of having a wife and the kids at the time, knowing that I still had to provide for them, but I knew if I had stayed at this job, I would have been going in a cycle that had to be broken. So watch this, a provision was made for me to move back in with my parents, yeah, at the time, and of course it was kind of hard and challenging because a lot of times pride steps in the way and can start messing with our minds and our emotions. So I felt like I was going backwards, right, in my field, but yet God was moving me forward. You see, even though you might feel like you're having to make a move that seems backwards to you, how about you're moving forward that God has already predestined that move and giving you provision to be able to make that move because he's moving the provision to help meet the vision. Y'all catch that later. Sometimes the experience we think are moving us backwards can actually move us 10 times ahead of what God is really about to do in our lives, right? So watch this. I want to really make this point. In the beginning of the year between January through March is actually plowing season, right? So as you can see the ox in this picture, right? His job is to plow the fields and to pull stones, boats, and help with lodging and to pull carts, run machinery, and, and, and a lot more. And oxen are often yoked in pairs, right? In the pictures that you can see that as they're yoked in the pairs that they have, right? So go here with me real quick. Jesus says in Matthew 11, 29-30, Take my yoke upon you. Learn from me. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Yes. Jesus was saying right there that any kind of law keeps us burdensome and amount to having a yoke of oppression because no amount of law can keep the bridge or the gap between our sin. Remember that misdirection, missing the mark within God's holiness. So what makes Jesus' yoke Easy in his burden light is that in Jesus' own act of obedience, his perfect fulfillment, watch this, of the law of God was done. It was completed. That's why Jesus says it is what? Finished. So watch this. Jesus carried the burden that was that was that was meant for us to actually carry, right? So that's why his perfect obedience is now applied to us through faith. Just as his righteousness was exchanged for our sin, our misdirections, missing the mark 
of the cross. So watch this. Remember last episode we said the kingdom of God is where? You know what? I'm going to keep on saying this. It's within you. It's within me. So now the Holy Spirit works in all of our lives to help mold us in the image of Christ. And that word image in Genesis 1.26 means to have his characteristics. So check this out. When we walk in faith, it's much lighter of a yoke and much easy of a burden to carry than the heavy burdens of our yoke of self-righteousness, which oftentimes we strive to make ourselves acceptable to God through works. And that's a huge reason we become so judgmental. Come on, y'all. That we start looking and measuring someone else's field, right? But again, it's not through your works. It's through Jesus' finished work that we become like him. Hallelujah. I'm almost finished, but I want to break down the word plow so you can remember this. I want to give you something to leave with. You're going to like this, all right? The first letter is P, which is peace. I don't know about you, but I need peace in my life. I'm always needing to have peace. So it's when you plow, you're plowing in the peace of God, which is in Philippians 4 and 7, where it says, in the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds, right, in Christ Jesus. Meaning no matter what comes in my field, yeah, that peace will override my understanding that can comprehend and we are able to tap into the mind of Christ. Isn't that good? I love that, don't you? The second letter is L. Just stay here with me real quick. I'm almost done. Which is life. And that is found in John 10 and 10 where Jesus says, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and to destroy. But I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Somebody shout abundantly. Abundantly. It's the enemy's job to steal, kill, and destroy, which, by the way, he can only do so if we give him permission. But the great news is that Jesus came to dwell in our field so that we can have an abundant life in him and not live a life that is depressed, stressful, or just given up, but to keep going and to receive the abundance that he has for us. I love where it says in Ephesians 3 and 20, watch this, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly, but above all, right, that we can ask or think. Now watch this. It's finishing and says this, according to the power that worketh in us. What's inside you again? I'm going to keep reminding you. It's the kingdom that's within you. It's the kingdom that's within me. It's in you. The next letter is O. And it's a good one. It's obedience. And that's Isaiah 1 and 19, that if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. Man, that's expensive right there. But the first to that is to be willing to first say yes. You see, when we say not our will, but thy will be done, God, we are giving him permission to allow his will from our willingness 
to exchange that yoke, that burden with Jesus to now take over. And now we can become obedient, even when it might not make sense to us. But when God is saying to go, then that's what it is. You got to go. I can remember real quick when I had just gotten back on my feet and moved back out of my parents' house that I told you about earlier of having to move in with them, with the family. At that time, I had around $3,000, right, to my name. And my assignment had just ended at this job I had. And, um, but the great thing is I learned how to run a business through that experience that I had gained from it. And I remember the Holy Spirit saying to me, go look for a building and I'll provide the rest of whatever you need. And I was like, uh, Holy Spirit, is that really you? <laughs> I don't know if that's me. Sometimes we can question and ask, Lord, is this really you? Because, hey, if I only have this to my name, then I don't want to, you know, I want to use wisdom, our wisdom, right? to not be able to do something that we would think is foolish. But how many know the, the scripture says that the, 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 the wisdom of this world is foolishness to God? Yeah. But anyways, I had the opportunity now to go and get the building, open up the business, and everything worked out the way it was supposed to. I remembered also that the scripture said in Hebrews 11 and 6 that without God it is impossible to please him. Please don't delay when God gives you specific instructions of what to do. It's very important not to tell everyone what God is calling you to do because he's not telling them. He's talking to you in your field of plowing. I hope you're catching this right here. The last word, or the last letter, is W, which represents wisdom. There goes that wisdom. Which I would like to turn to our brother James, which is in James 1 and 5, right? It says this, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. Isn't that amazing? That we can ask our Heavenly Father for wisdom. But the key right there is asking in faith. And the answer he gives us can be so simple. So don't allow it to be complicated, meaning to make his wisdom more of our added version. Right? Like I was just kind of saying. So everyone, let's please continue to plow. What is plow? Peace, life, obedience, wisdom. Peace, life, obedience, and wisdom. Remember, you are the change for such a time as this. The world needs you. Please stay tuned to see our next episode for next week. We love you. Bless you. There's two important questions I have to ask you. The first one is, who is God, right? Who is God and who am I or you? To know his nature is to know his character.
kingdom, which is thy kingdom come, right? Thy kingdom come so thy will can be done on earth as it is in heaven. Oh.